0: Following you around, that's real. I don't wanna run no more, but I know that if I stop, I'll be another nigga headed to heaven, hanging with pop. These motherfuckers look at me like I'm a slanger, making thirst to my family dog, I'm in danger. Yes. People, It is Monday, your first chin check of the week And we come in with a little ghetto boys classic in your ears, people <laughs> Yes, how we do, you know So, on today's episode, of course We're gonna be looking at Sunday's NFL games Also, we have got um, our Icon 4 breakdown and our UFC 256 a look back as well, people. It was a busy week. There were three Cage Warriors events. Unfortunately, I was not able to look at those, but they're on Fight Pass, people. So remember, go take a look. And uh, yeah, let's get in on today's episode. Okay, so week 14 is now done, and um, yeah, had some good games, right? Had some good games. Now, I have to say, Denver, Carolina, that game, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it ended a lot closer, a lot closer than you kind of thought it was going to be after the start, you know? Denver come out take the lead but then Carolina you know what I mean they had a great fourth quarter and you just thought oh are they gonna sneak it at the end but no it wasn't meant to be it wasn't meant to be for them um Chicago Bears oh shit I mean that was just down to um yeah great pressure Great blocking. Oh man, they handled Texas, right? That, and I have to say, the um the Bears quarterback whose name is yeah, definitely escaping me right now. Um uh, Mitch um Trabusky. Mitch Trebuski? Or is it no, I think it was Nick Foles. I forget which one was playing. But either way, yo, he spread that ball nicely, right? There were some great passes in that game. Man, I was impressed. I was definitely impressed. And um, so, <laughs> what the fuck happened in uh, Dallas, <laughs> blew my mind, no wonder the Bengals record is so bad, because that was a shit show, like, that was so horrendous, It it is it just baffling, right, I don't think the Bengals know how to tackle, it was insane, the amount of opportunities they just Gave to the Cowboys, it, it was crazy, it was straight up crazy. Man, yeah, it, it, it was a weird one, it was definitely a weird one, right? I would say. Oh, on the other hand, oh, Tennessee Jacksonville, man, I have to say, after that. First incredible touchdown from the Titans. I mean, he one-handed just pulled it out the friggin' air. It was insane, right? After that, yo, Tennessee just didn't seem to look back. You know what I mean? Didn't look back. They just really put it on Jacksonville. That was... Uh, Oh man, the the first play that was just so impressive, man! Nice win for the Titans for sure. You know, uh so who we got? Oh fuck! Dolphins, Kansas City. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna say things looked. Crazy Crazy at the start You know what I mean Like Mahone Two interceptions out the gate Right Two interceptions out the gate Miami are up But fuck The Chiefs pull it back Pull it back for the win Man It is just It's hard to doubt Kansas City right so hard to doubt Kansas City, man. Mahone is killing it, killing it at the moment. Oh, now. Who do we? Who should we go to next? Hmm. All right. I was watching the Arizona New York game, right? And, oh, I don't know if it's just me, but. Every time the Cardinals got the ball and were running up the field, it looked like they're running so fucking slow, right? For a team that seem, just seemed to have the slowest runners, they put it on the Giants. <laughs> they really did. It was crazy. You, know what I mean? you see, there was that one guy, you know, I think it was the first fumble and my man picks it up, well, it took him an age to pick up the fucking ball that was just in front of him, right, and then he's just, (laughs) he's running back, he had a clear lead, but, (laughs) oh shit, he gave that lead up, man, but yeah, it, it was hilarious, you know they they fucked up the giant, but goddamn at a Cardinal slow <laughs> <laughs> Oh oh fuck man Oh it's insane Hey I don't know if it's just me, right? But I swear Tom Brady's arm is stronger this season than it was last right, he was throwing some motherfucking bombs, some motherfucking bombs, man, damn, and, yo, getting Gronk to come back was so big, because, yo, he pulled in some catches, son, man, yeah, that was a good win for Tampa over Minnesota, for sure, really was man, I was impressed um oh my days, yeah, the Raiders Colts that game that was just I don't even fucking know right it it was a weird one because that was real close, it was a real close game. Until all the fumbles and the bullshit just, ugh. man, I don't know what the Raiders were doing. During you know mean? they they were in it, and then they just started to implode, and uh yeah, Indy just took over, took over forty four to twenty seven, ugh. Man, you know what I mean? It turned into a bit of a massacre, but man, it was starting off so slow, so close, you know? Hey, it might be coming up to Christmas, but the Seahawks had no cheer for the Jets, none whatsoever. Ever, man, you know I mean? those last few weeks where the Jets came close. Yeah, that just seemed to be it for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was a nothing close about that game. God damn, forty to three. Seattle weren't ramping, son. They really fucked up the Jets. oh man, that's crazy. But I have to say. I have to say, every every other week, I'm like, yo, this could be the Chargers time, you know what I mean? I think the Chargers could get it, yo, the Chargers are better than their actual results, <laughs> yo, you know what I mean? They, they beat the Falcons, which I didn't think was going to happen, and some of their plays were the interceptions, yo... Those interceptions were gold. You know what I mean? Just whew, jumping like just the anticipation of most of those catches was insane. Like hats off to the fucking Chargers. That was incredible. That was such a great showing. You know what I mean? They 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 definitely deserved a drink after that one because whew, That was some good shit That really was Oh man Um Who have we uh, Oh shit Yeah Damn Like Green Bay Detroit That was another close one You know what I mean That was definitely another close one But I have to say it, It was just Detroit's poor ass Tackling Poor ass tackling that gave it to the cheeseheads man. Oy. Because yeah, there was some bullshit. <laughs> um Oh good the Eagles Saints Whew. I mean, right? How many fucking field goals can two teams miss between them? That was just I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, how many fucking field goals are you going to miss? <laughs> what is happening here, people? Oh jeez. Yeah. <sighs> so that was kind of crazy. I mean, Hey, alright, good win for the for, you know Philadelphia in the end, but Whew I, it was it was kinda crazy. The actually was kind of crazy, right? Um Damn. You know, second week in the road for for, for the fucking Steelers. Like I don't know. It was just um Fucking uh what's my man's name? Oh shit, um Diggs Diggs just <sighs> he was just impossible for them to bring down man he just took it to them that was just some craziness because like there's other weeks and we've seen you know what I mean Steelers just handle that kind of shit. But yeah, just they couldn't. They couldn't stop dicks. You know what I mean that That just seemed to be the big thing. But, whew, I mean, eleven and two is still not a bad record. You know what I mean. Let that, Let's not front. It was still a good record, and hey, we're doing about two weeks in a row. Washington pull off another one. Even with just just a horrible start. You know, it, it wasn't the prettiest of games. You know what I mean? Definitely wasn't the prettiest of games. But, hey, we got it done. We got it done. And that's the thing that counts, right? That's the thing that counts, people. So, yeah, great stuff for Washington. Um... Yeah, I think so. It's the Browns Ravens tomorrow, tonight, yeah. No, tonight, yeah. But, um, yeah, then it's week 15. God damn, so damn close, right? I mean, looking at shit, fucking Washington could, yeah, I mean, get into the. I think we're looking good for the playoffs, unless we just fuck up our, our next few games, but, yeah, that is so weird, and we've got such a horrible, like, horrible record, and we could still make the fucking playoffs, it's crazy, it's fucking crazy, but, um, hey, you know what I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna complain, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, It'll just make the um, yeah all the the, you know the off postseason games a bit more enjoyable to watch. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. But um, yeah, there we go, people. Another week in the bag. Okay, so on Friday night, Icon held their fourth and their last card of the year, so there were seven fights Um, we had TJ DeSantos and Paul Gonzalez commentating and everything started off with um, Jorge Ruiz against Alfredo Aurelio Um, yeah, and you know, it, it kind of uh yeah I don't know. I guess um yeah, um Aurelio he he started off well landing the jab, right? Um and pushing forward Ruiz he had difficulty at the start like trying to find his range. But halfway through the fight he seemed to um get everything in line, you know what I mean? Uh, he he um, <clears throat> got the clinch, landed a, a real good knee, you know, real good knee, um, and yeah, then he then he started to throw man. He was getting some kicks, some his jab was working well. Uh, he also um, yeah, hit a nice knee to the head. You know what I mean, which woo. Yeah. It, it it was uh it was a decent shot. You know? And I f- kind of feel at that point that's when the momentum turned. You know? Um and yeah, Ruiz was able to then start applying the pressure and you could see Aurelio kind of wilt. You know? Um Yeah, so Ruiz, he just um just kept on, just kept on with that pressure, and he was able to uh, get Aurelio down with a leg kick, you know, uh, towards the end of the round, you know, come with the pressure, and you could see that he'd really done damage to uh, Aurelio's leg, so they went back to their stalls and, um, yeah, then the fight got called, yeah, Aurelio just... Couldn't really stand on his leg, he had just taken too much damage to it. So, yeah, that was not a bad fight. Oh, it was a bantamweight clash as well. So, from there, we went to um, it was a, a catch weight, so they essentially they're both straw weights and um, they just both weighed in at I think it was like 117 something. Uh, so we had. Caroline Hinoyos she was making a debut against Kayla Harancho, who um yeah she'd she'd already fought four times it was it, it you know it is one of the one kind of odd things about Icon. Some of the, some of the experience, sometimes there are fights with people that are clearly more experienced Now, I know it's essentially, um, what would you say, like, not amateur, but, yeah, people pretty early, early in their careers So, you know, I mean, I can see, I, I can kind of see why so, the Why it might happen Because, you know, a lot of times Some of the fights, they've changed Original opponents People fall out, all of that kind of thing But yeah, sometimes you can When people win, you'll be like Well, yeah, you, you could see that That experience, little though it may be It was clearly the difference in there You know I <laughs> mean? Just, yeah the other person just didn't really, they didn't really know at that point, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's just something that happens, really, I guess. But with this fight, I think you can clearly see how the experience, yeah, the experience definitely shone through. So, um, Haracho, she came out, whew, she came out ablaze. So, she was firing Combinations shots really um yeah really taking it to uh Hyanusa and um Rancho she was just getting takedowns at will you know whenever she wanted to yeah clinch up it was usually the body lock takedown and yeah just doing it at will now the interesting thing was. Um, Hinusa did, ab- she, you know, she was able to reverse the takedowns a lot of the times Yeah, ended up on top But then Harancho was just able to get up You know, she never really took any damage on the ground You know, when she got reversed, she just powered up the back on the feet Um, she'd land a load of shots, then take Hayanusa down again, so that, yeah, the first round was pretty dominant for Rancho, second round started, and this fight was very high-paced, you know, but I think in the second round, it was interesting, right, so Hayanusa, she landed more shots, she was able to land more, but not really at a significant rate. And her rancher, she, she wasn't as frenetic. She was now, seemed more focused, right? So she is just landing her jab, landing a jab like precision to the midsection, to the head. She was getting takedowns you know, just doing her thing, yeah, real impressive, um, just doing so much damage, you know, and you could see that Hayanusa was, yeah, just was getting a little fatigued, a little just worn with all the, uh, yeah, with, with just all the adversity she was taking, so we go into the third round, and her rancher, you know, she's... Continuing to press, continuing to apply that methodical pressure. You know, they she gets a you know the fight clinched up in the rope. She's looking for the takedown. She decides to not bother, and then just hits a real solid standing elbow. Oh man, it was a it was a heavy shot, like real heavy shot. She uh, then hits another one. And you could see as the second elbow hit, Hayanusa was just <sighs> I mean she was kinda done. Now she wasn't done in in the respect that she was giving up, but there was just she couldn't get out of the situations. You know, so she was just gonna take more and more damage. And the referee called it. Which I think is mad smart. Because it was Hainousa's first fight. She wasn't winning the fight. She wasn't even close to being able to maybe pulling something off. You know, so it was just like, stop the fight. You know what I mean? Stop the fight. Let her not take a horrendous amount of damage. And let her come back another day. You know? So I think it was a, a very wise decision. Just to, just to call it. Really, you know. Yeah, it it seemed like the smart thing to do. So, we um, yeah. Our next fight was it's um, so a featherweight clash between Luis Garcia and Isaac Thompson. So when you're looking at you know. Both fighters right so Thompson seemed to have the more Traditional stance you know He has a high guard He he was um, yeah, yeah keeping a good Defense and Garcia He's More kind of unorthodox Like say you know He's kind of winging his shots You know Not, not just straight down the line Anything like that so you, you, that was the, one of the big things. But as the fight was going on, Garcia was, you know, he's attacking with leg kicks and his unorthodox strikes were giving him a clear control. Thompson wasn't able to get inside and um, just apply his game plan. But towards the very end of the round, Thompson was able to get a grip, get a takedown, and end the round landing a few shots, and that takedown was pretty easy for Thompson to get, so yeah, second round, Thompson, he comes out with a lot of pressure, you know, Garcia, he, um, yeah, he, he, he lands some kicks, and uh knocks Thompson down with a leg kick, right Thompson though he gets up gets his own takedown right and um yeah he he's got the just a clear advantage on the ground you know and he so he's doing his thing he, he, he's looking for openings he eventually gets mount and as soon as he gets mount you just see that garcia has nothing like he he didn't seem to have any sort of understanding on what to do you know how to escape and so thompson's just able just to unload and the problem was they weren't even hard shots right not hard shots but they were just continuous. They were continuous, and Garcia didn't know what to do. So, yeah, the referee stopped it, right? And and you're thinking, oh, man, that's some crazy shit. But, you know what I mean? Like, Garcia wasn't able to move. So, even though they weren't the hardest shots in the world, you know, essentially, they, they're still... Causing like brain damage, you know what I mean. So, yeah, referee pretty much did the right thing because Garcia showed no ability to get out of that situation, you know. Um, but yeah, that was the fight, um, which was a you know good debut for Thompson, right? That was his first, that was his first, and it was Garcia's second fight. So yeah our next fight it's a bantamweight clash we have carlos riviera against carlos marquez and um yeah the first round it was pretty even really you know they 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 were both just kind of kick heavy you know there were some jabs you know But neither was really looking to commit, you know And so, yeah, it was kind of a stalemate, right? So, Marquez was landing some good calf kicks But, yeah, they were both landing kicks So, it it was quite even Second round um, Still, neither were really trying to commit to anything Although, Riviera, he was using his kicks from the outside. Using his kicks from the outside. And he he was landing some okay kicks. He was landing head kicks. And did a head kick a lot. You know what I mean? Um, And that gave him the control, essentially. You know, um, Marquez was landing the calf kick. I mean, that was his main point of attack, really. But the problem was, if Marquez put more into the calf kicks, he could have possibly um, done more damage. And Riviera, like, he's landing the head kick all the time. He seemed to be able to land it at a will. So it was, it was an odd situation because you're just thinking, okay, he... And, He's fooling Marquez with the kicks, right, so he could have done a Shevchenko, land low, low, boom, go high, get the knockout If he kind of committed to the kicks and put more behind them, because the way they were all getting thrown, they were a little bit slap heavy, you know what I mean so they're okay if you're using them essentially as a jab Keeping someone at a bay. But they're not Like he didn't really put everything into them So they're not doing any crazy damage You know, even though you just kick someone in the head Right? You'd think that you'd at least want to stumble them Like potentially knock them out with it But yeah, they were kind of placeholder kicks and stuff So... You know, going into the third, you probably had Riviera up by two. So, Marquez needed a finish. And he did come out. He came out, he was pushing forward. But he wasn't throwing anything. Like, he'd be coming forward, but he just didn't throw literally anything. Which was a little confusing, to tell you the truth. You know what I mean? But, yeah... Now, Riviera, he was the one to add more hands to the situation So he came forward a few times with some flurries Nothing crazy, but yeah, he came forward with a few flurries um, But mainly it was his kicks, you know, like with the previous rounds uh, So towards the end of the last round, uh, Riviera, he, he shot in for a takedown Marquez was able to stuff it and land on top where he landed a few shots before the buzzer, and that essentially was, you know, the most damage he had done all fight and the most shots he had thrown all fight, you know. So, um, yeah, uh, that was that one. Um, so we then go to. Uh, a lightweight clash, so it was Christopher Ramirez against Alex Martinez, um, and yeah, so this fight, like, Martinez, he's coming in proper screw face, you know what I mean, just clowering, that was he just clowering, huh, um, Actually, no, I've got the wrong fighter But it doesn't matter (laughs) You know, so in in this fight though With um, Martinez He, yo, he came out fast Martinez came out super fast Right, sharp hands He he puts Ramirez down early Ramirez, he's able to um, get up uh he he lands um you know a nice calf kick but that really was his most significant thing right because Martinez just continued with the pressure he gets a takedown um and he he played it really well right gets a takedown he's on top he then essentially allows Um, Ramirez to uh, get up, right, allows him to get up, and as Ramirez is getting up, he grabs his neck, grabs his neck, and sinks in a guillotine, and he's just got him in a standing guillotine, he's changing his grip, and he got a kind of a gable grip, and he is just Squeezing Squeezing And uh, yeah All Ramirez can do Is just tap It was done Yeah it was over But yeah Martinez He looked pretty slick In that one So the co-main event of the night We had um, Daniel Zaluba Against Alexander Baharuna and, uh, yeah, this one did not go long, right? So, Baharuna was the one with the screw face, yes He he was just glaring, just glaring at uh, Zahuba But, you know, Zahuba, he was, man, he he, he was really utilising that reach Really utilising the reach well, and just great movement Right, so Baharuna He was Man, he, he was trying to Trying to land Just winging the shots Just super aggressive Right He shoots for a takedown But Zalhoba, He stuffs it And Right, just uses that heavy pressure To end up on top And in mount Right Which Ugh Baharuna did not want that at all, right, so, um, Zellhuber, he you know, he's in mount, and he's landing some, ugh, some nasty elbows, some real nasty elbows, after a little while, Baharuna is able to, um, power up, gets back to the thing, Zell you know, he doesn't care, he, he's just utilising those kicks, and he puts Baharuna down with a, a really nice, well-timed leg kick. He then jumps on top and just rains down the ground and pound until the ref calls it. So yeah, that was that was done. A quick co-main, which led us into the main event. Uh, so we had Almara Caspides. Against Bella Mir, and they both were making their featherweight debut. Right, and um, oh, I have to say, Dides, she looked super shook. Right, so they showed her in the back, from the back, coming, coming out, and she did not look like she. Was comfortable at all She looked really Just off Right, Mia. she came in She looked confident, quietly Confident, not cocky or anything Like that, just quietly confident And um, so the fight Starts Fight starts, Kesperdi. She throws a 1-2 Right, throws a (sighs) 1-2 Like her stance didn't look Great Right, it, it, she looked very upright. You know, just, just off. It, it just looked really off. So, Mir, she easily just got, went through those two punches. Right, grabbed a body lock and ugh, slammed diaz down. Right? Um, Now... It was... I don't know. I guess for this... She kind of was... She was trying to fight. She was trying to fight... And stop Mia from... You know... Implementing her game. But... It's like she wasn't doing it in a... Technical way. You know, so... It was just kind of a matter of time... Before Mia did anything. The way they were... At first, you're thinking... Oh... Is Mere trying to get a twister? Is that what she's trying to do? Uh, but she kind of releases that. And she gets a hold of Casper Diaz's head. And, yeah, it was just the way Casper is trying to defend. It just wasn't, it, you know, it, it wasn't the way you're shown, right? Let's say that. So, yeah, Mere is eventually able just to um grab her rear naked grab her rear naked and once she sunk that ink, you could see the panic on Cesperdius's face. Like she's more it was more clawing than trying to fight the hands. And I think it didn't take long. Didn't take long at all for Mia to put her to sleep. It was done. And I have to say the the worrying thing was Casper Diaz seemed like she was out For a lot longer than normal It it was such a Such a crazy thing I think it may have been the first time She got put to sleep like that Because yeah She was down for a while But Oh man Mia was ecstatic It It was a good win It was a good win for her You know and she got it done quick so yeah now she's 2 0 oh. so um, yeah i'd imagine they'd look be looking to get her a fight early next year maybe february march at the latest right but it'll be interesting to see how um, how she progresses you know but yeah not a bad little card you know something to um, yeah something to get you through that friday night <laughs> But, um, yeah, it is now all about Saturday and UFC 256, people. So, yeah, looking forward to that and seeing what Icon do in 2021. So, UFC 256, people, it's now done. And, God damn, what a fucking card, right? This shit was crazy. So... So many fights were booked and had to be rescheduled or reconfigured. This card went through a lot. Went through a lot. So, you know, I think coming in, there was that kind of thought of, how is this going to be? Like, is is this going to be any good? Like, what the fuck? Um, And looking at the final card, it looked like it would be a fun one. And goddamn people, this card delivered in so many ways. Like so many ways. It was crazy. It it really was. We we had some just phenomenal fights. Right? Some phenomenal fights. And out of the ten fights, we ended up with I think feel it was hmm. Five, I think we had five stoppages, yeah, I think it was that, hmm, no, yeah, five stoppages and one doctor stoppage, you know, so six fights ended before the three, which is pretty fucking, you know what I mean, pretty crazy, so we had Anik, Cormier and Rogan doing their thing, um, which is always good. Yeah, you know I mean that's a great team. So it it started off with just one early prelim this time around. It's usually a few more, but this it's only one, right? But yo, this fight, Jesus Christ! It was um Peter Barrett against Chase Hooper in the featherweight division, and I picked Hooper to win. Right, I'd picked Hooper to win. I forgot how just gosh, how bad his stand up is. <laughs> I I'd, I'd forgotten all about that. Uh so this fight started and Barrett took centre straight. Took center straight and he was looking to put it on Hooper, right? And the thing is, Barrett. You know he had good, he had decent stand up, right? So he's landing shots, landing good shots. Now hoop upper he's um, you know he's he he's trying to land a jab. It's a little hmm, messy, but he's trying to land that. He 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 throws a side kick. I think he had a spinning kick, like they landed, but they're not doing any damage. You know. Like, Hooper, I mean, Barrett is clearly the one doing all the damage. You know, just landing some good shots. Like, good shots. So, like, after that first round, I'm thinking, oh, fuck. <laughs> this, this isn't good. This isn't good at all. Right, because Barrett was stuffing the takedown attempts, just everything. So we go into the second and, um, you know, Hooper's, Hooper's trying. That is the one thing. He never gives up, right? So you gotta give him that, right? But Barrett is clearly doing damage to Hooper. He's landing heavy shots, fucking him up, right? And you're just like, fuck, fuck. Like, again, Hooper, you know, he, he's trying to land a kick, Right, all of that. Now what he then does, you know, he does an Imamari roll. Does an Imamari roll grabs Barrett's leg and you're like, oh shit, smart. That's smart, man. So he's on Barrett's leg and he is trying to um Implement stuff, and the way he's positioned himself, he's able to avoid taking a lot of damage, which is good, very good, Barrett was eventually able to extricate himself from the situation, you know, but you're just like, okay, alright, huh, interesting, this could get interesting, I don't know, like Barrett again, he clearly won the round, but they, I think we were offered a little bit of hope for Hooper. You know what I mean? So, third round. And, um, yeah, Hooper, he's, you know, he's coming out. He's pressing, which you just like, okay, yeah. All right, man, this kid has got fucking heart, right? And, he, you know, he's throwing leg kicks, head kick. Like, nothing crazy power-wise behind him. And you know Barrett, he he's pushing forward. He's landing a good left and right. He's hurting Hooper, but Hooper again doesn't Imamari <coughs> grabs the leg right. Now he 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 has it, but he doesn't have the knee. He's got entanglement. He doesn't necessarily have the knee, right? But he's Staying tenacious, he's he's got he's keeping that grip, right? He's keeping patient. Barrett, I think he's he seems very comfortable. Barrett seems very comfortable, he doesn't seem worried about the predicament, right? So yeah, they're they're in this precarious situation, and Hooper. He's, um, you know, he, he's throwing some hammer fists, he's throwing stuff, he, he needs to, um, yeah, get Barrett from uh, defending, he wants to be able to grab, you know, get deeper in, and with Barrett not really doing too much to get himself out, it's allowing Hooper to now get more control on the knee Right, so where he didn't have the knee, now he's got the fucking knee, right? So you're just like, oh shit, and he's also got an ankle. So we're just like, oh, what the fuck is Hooper gonna do? You know what I mean? What's he gonna do, right? And, uh, and Barrett, I think he then realizes that he could be in a bad situation, um, but Hooper is able to break the grip, break the grip, and he falls back. On the ankle And uh, At first It's fine And then he opens his body up As he's twerking The uh, Twerking the ankle right? And you're like Oh shit Barrett had to tap Barrett had to tap This was Fucking Crazy There's Barrett, he didn't look. You know what I mean? He didn't look concerned until he was concerned. It, it was crazy. It was. I think you know. Talk. He's cornered or he's torn. was talking to him after the first and second. Like, they were just like, yeah, we got this fight. We have got this fight. It is all good. And yeah, he just didn't. I think he just didn't fight the position early enough. Right. He he just thought, ah, I'm fine. He thought Hooper was done, because of all the damage Hooper had taken, and, um, yeah, got the win, got the fucking win, Chase Hooper, it was, man, it was, imp- it's, it, the impressive thing was the heart, the heart that was shown, because, yeah, the stand-up was trash, you know, his <laughs> stand-up was trash, now, when he was speaking to Rogan, I did find it a little bit concerning, that he thought that his stand-up was, wasn't bad at all, right? But I will say there is adrenaline and all of that coursing through you. So I'm hoping that when he, him and his team look at the tapes, or even if it's just his team look at the tape, they really, really do some work on a stand-up because it is not good and even, it doesn't have to be great, his stand-up does not have to be great, but he just wants a solid jab, he, you know what I mean, he wants a solid jab, and maybe a, a push kick or something, to keep people at bay, to keep people at bay, and then probably a better entry for the, for the takedowns, right, if he can get that he, everything is golden, because we've seen what he can do on the ground, you know what I mean, like, his ground game has saved him so many fucking times, so, uh, yeah, I think if he, he if he works on that stuff, everything will be golden, right, um, but yeah, we'll have to see what happens, but this, this was a tremendous show of heart, and a tremendous win, so, hats off to Chase fucking Hooper, man. He did it. Okay, so the prelims proper start off with a strawweight clash. We got uh, Tisha Torres, who, um, yeah, pretty much a mainstay of the division. Came to the UFC via the Ultimate Fighter. You know, she was an Invicta veteran. And uh, yeah, she was meant to be fighting, um, Angela Hill in a rematch. Unfortunately, Hill, you know, she got COVID. So in step, LFA's Sam Hughes, who um, yeah, pretty much a tena- very tenacious fighter. Is kind of similar in the vein of Tisha Torres. That's the one thing that I've noticed with um Hughes's LFA fights. You know? But this fight, oh my god. Man, it, it it just like they went straight at it, you know? And Tisha Torres, she put on just a display of her life. Right? If you thought she looked good against Brianna van Buren, this fight was even better. She put everything together so well, letting her hands fly in just crazy long combinations, pushing Hughes back all the time. You know, they're they're in the clinch and Torres, you know, she's landing knees, elbows, just everything. You know, like Torres gets it down, on the mat, you know, she's attacking, just, really, just putting it on Hughes, Hughes was really struggling to, yeah, just be able to implement anything, you know, Torres had the faster hands, the slicker combinations, the better movement, It was all Torres, right, she just, yeah, she just did it, you know, like, Hughes was really finding it hard to uh, just land anything on Torres, you know, like, um, Torres, you know, she gets, I think she got two takedowns in the fight, one of them was a huge slam, a huge slam, Right? It, it was crazy, you know? Um yeah, she just ended it the f- the round it, it, in a, such a dominant, dominant way. And so they're back in the corner, right? And in the fight Hughes had got, she got hit hard in the face. And you could see that her eye was like causing her an issue. So when she's back in the corner, you know, she's just, you know, they're talking and she's like, I can't see out my eye. And so your corner are asking, like, what you can't see out your eye. She's like, No. And just straight away the corner's just like, I'm stopping the fight, sorry Sam. And just like, Well, I I I appreciate that. You know what I mean? I definitely appreciate that. And she waits to be And then she's like, no, 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 don't, 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 don't stop the fight, don't stop the fight I want to fight, I want to fight And the corner's all a bit like, I don't know, I want to call the kite, I want to call the fight And uh, so it's this weird back and forth, right? But I think initially when she says she can't see You have so many people around that it's one of those things that, yeah, that's not, there's, you've, you're you just like, ah, it's done, right, because there's too many people around, and there's no crowd, you know what I mean, so it, it's not like other people can't overhear what the fuck you're saying, like, in other, there's been other fights when someone might have said that, and they've, you know, worked it out, and they've gone out and fought the rest of the fight, but that's when there's a crowd, and there's noise, now, there is nothing, it is dead quiet, and it's just like, yeah, this fight's getting stopped, right, so, they continue talking a bit, and I think the corner are like, okay, fine, we'll let you go back in, but, I think they said something like, as soon as we see you and shit, we are throwing it in, we're stopping this fight, right, but, this is the thing uh, Like, obviously the conversation's been overheard So the, the, you know The ref brings the doctor in The doctor goes over And I think they asked her Can you see And I think it's the hesitation Because if you can't see Because, it, you know And it's like Cormier said Like, he couldn't see in his eye Out of his eye when he fought Hay But he wasn't quitting the fight So, When the doctor came over, he's like, I'm fine, I can see. You know, no hesitation, it's just, I can see. But you hesitate, yeah, it's done. And they'd already heard that she couldn't see. So, yeah, doctor called it. Fight was done. You know, now, it's the best thing. But she was getting pieced up, right? So, if she can't see, like, you know, It's not like at the beginning of the fight, she was doing really well. She wasn't. Like, she was outclassed. And that's not saying she's shit. It's just, you know what I mean? Torres has so many more fights. She has fought at the highest level for years. You know, she started in Victor fighting all the top girls there. Comes to the UFC, she's fought all the top girls. Right? So, it's not a you know, slight on Hughes, who is very early in her career, but it's just, yeah, like, you, it wasn't gonna do her any good, right, being in that situation, just not gonna do her any good, so, um, yeah, it was a good thing it was stopped, right, and, and I kind of feel that she probably wanted it to be stopped, you know, just with the, I can't see, Right, because you kind of know what that's gonna bring when you say it, but um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how Hughes does in the next fight, right? But the next one out is a featherweight clash. We've got Gavin Tucker against a Billy Quarantillo, which yeah, he kind of knew this is gonna be a fun fight, right? Man, I have to say, right. Gavin Tucker was just—he was just relentless in this fight. Right now, Quantantillo, we know how tough he is, how unorthodox. Like he's come back from bad first rounds and then just put it on people, right? So we know his durability and everything. And it, it's not to say we're thinking Gavin Tucker's not tough, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, you just think With the way Quarantillo goes about things You kind of had him for this fight But god damn, Taka He just couldn't be stopped He just couldn't be stopped Always moving forward, right? Always moving forward and just Putting it on Quarantillo, right? Getting takedowns right, just relentless with the shots, man, like, Tucker could not be denied, and you could see, as the fight was going on, Quarantillo was just, I wouldn't say he's tired, but it was just this, man, just frustration on his face, because he, he just couldn't implement anything, like, you could just see it, he was just like, what do I need to do here? Like what the fuck is going on, people? This is insane. What? Man, it it was it was uh yeah, just straight up uh, crazy. Tucker just could not be denied. Couldn't be denied. It was a really, really good win for um Tucker. And I think that win really just, I don't know, it it kind of helps, you know, cement him in the division. Now, obviously, he's he's not getting anyone in the, uh, you know, top five, possibly the top ten in his next fight. But it's definitely moving him up. It's definitely placing him in a good situation, you know? So, yeah, hats off to Old uh, Gavin Tucker for that one So, we then Move up to the lightweight division Right, so We have um, Renato Morricano Against Rafael Fiesa Which, you yeah, know, again Like, looking at this fight, you're thinking Alright, this should be a good one Right, this this should be a good fight Rafael Fiesa is so fast, I think that's the crazy thing about this, he is so fucking fast, it is insane, right, so the fight starts, Morricano lands, you know, he lands a decent body kick, Fieza. he comes back with like, leg kick, body kick, you know what I mean, like, you could see Moracano trying to implement his game. Trying to get things started in the manner he's looking for. But it's Fiesa's speed, right? It's Fiesa's speed here. That was a crazy thing. Uh, so, we didn't see the Matrix Vieza, But we saw this super fast... Super fast technical Fiesa, it was just something to see, right, he, he was just moving too fast for Moroccano to really land on him, and he's putting together these combinations, right, these quick combinations, which are just, oh, crippling for Moroccano. And, um, yeah, Fiesa ends it with with some real style, right, real style There's, he he lands to the body and's a real good shot to the body. he then kind of f- fakes, faints a right hook, and then really comes with the left, which. Matt connects and puts Moroccano down, puts him down, and, um, yeah, that was it, ref calls it, it was over, just so goddamn impressive, people, really was, you're just, like, looking and thinking, god damn, man, so that, that leads us into the, uh, Main event for the prelims, it's another featherweight clash, and we got Daniel Pineda against Cub Swanson, so both fighters, just crazy records, right, coming into this fight, Swanson was 26-11, and 11, and um, Pineda was 27-13, right, that's their records. Yeah, so you yeah, know, they've both been around. They both came to the UFC at around about the same time, right? I, I think Pineda came just a couple weeks before Swanson. But Swanson had already fought, you know, countless times in the WEC. You know what I mean? It, it was one of those ones, man. So the fight starts, right? And um, yeah, Pineda, he you know he comes out for a, you know a head kick that just misses, just misses. He um then tries for a takedown but can't land it. Swanson, he's um, yeah, he's been evasive, right, trying to avoid. Um, Pineda's big shots, and he's landing his own right. Pineda, he's landing leg kicks. You're really trying to damage Swanson. Yeah. Um, and I think the big thing you notice, like Pineda's got heavy hands, right? He's got heavy hands, and. Like, Swanson's got knockout power, but you notice a slight difference when they connected, you know And I think that, that was the big thing in this fight, right It was the big thing, and it was the downfall, <laughs> yeah You know, it was, um, you know, Pineda, he's landing his big shit Right, real big, heavy shots. Swanson is putting together nice combos. Right, nice combos. And he does knock Pineda down um, in the first round. Right, Pineda grabs um, Swanson's leg. But Swanson, he is able to, um, yeah, just maneuver it. So he lands on top of Pineda in mount right, Pineda, though, he, he's throwing up those legs, you know, he's trying for an armbar, but Swanson is, you know, he's savvy, man, so he escapes, you know, the back on their feet, Pineda is going back for the legs, going back for the legs, and you can see that, um yeah, he has done a lot of damage, right, but, Swanson lands a, Big right that definitely Hurts Pineda Right, he goes down Swanson, he's not rushing things Right, he's not rushing So he lets Pineda back up You know, lands a big elbow Just as the round Comes to an end Right, so um, Yeah, we go into the second round And You know, Pineda, he's landing a heavy Body kick, Swanson Comes back with a body shot, a right, a jab, Pinedo is still trying to, you know, fuck up Swanson's legs, right? He he goes for a takedown, Swanson defends it well, and um, yeah, I think from that point, right? So, Swanson he extricates himself, and they go back at it. He, Swanson lands an uppercut Left Right hook And puts Pineda out Whoo! Puts Pineda out And I think that's the big thing, right? Because Pineda just wasn't respecting Swanson's power Right? He, he Because as I said, look the way Pineda was landing, he's got heavy shots, you know what I mean, he, he had heavy shots and everything like that, so you could easily think, okay, that's where the damage is going to come, that's where from the knockouts are going to come, but Swanson, he shots, he's power, it's, a, you know what I mean, it can mess you up, and he'd hurt, Pineda in the fight, but Pineda still was a bit too nonchalant, and Swanson just puts him away. It was such a great performance from Cub Swanson, man! Such a great performance. So um, yeah, great way to lead us into the main card. So after a just. Incredible prelim card. We moved into the main event, well, the main card, with a heavyweight clash. So we had the former champion Junior da Santos, you know, the vet, against the new gun Cyril Gana, and um, yo, this was a fight, people. This man this told us a lot, right, so, you know what I mean, Garn comes out, and he is just, you know, so comfy in there, you know, neither were like, it was not instant engagement, you know what I mean, they, they were thinking about what they were gonna do, but yeah, Ghan, he was moving around, right, moving around, and then he comes with a couple of kicks, right, they clinch up, um yeah you know nothing comes of it they split Garn hits another kick like JDS, he he's a bit more tentative he's he's trying he like he's thrown a couple of shots frozen up a cup but they miss This Garn is very elusive like he is moving around so well in there like Garn hits a nice body kick and he's throwing up head kicks now None are landing fresh but even when you block a head kick that's going to fuck up your arms you feel me so um yeah Garn is putting it together JDSE lands a, a nice leg kick right manages to hit a hook you know throws up his own head kick but yeah Ghan is just always moving always looking for the next entry with the attack Garnt hits a really good leg kick that, yeah, you, you know, you see the difference between Garnt's leg kicks and JDS's, right? Um, but, yeah, they, they're moving around. Gant hits another body kick that is, oh, so good. Now, towards the very end of the ro- round, JDS hits a spinning back kick. He then lands a right hook, a bit later a left hook. Right, so yeah, he he, you know, JDS is trying a little thing, he's trying to get there, but yeah, I think the first round was clearly gone. Um, so second round starts and gone comes out, man. Gun comes out a little heat, you know, he hits a nice leg kick. JDS, oh, just lands a right. Then he, he throws um you know, another leg kick, uh, so Gando he throws a leg kick as JDS is turning, and damn, oh, man, you just see the impact on the leg, and JDS kind of just sees up, right, and yeah, you're just like, ooh, leg ain't meant to do that, that's gonna hurt, right, so, um, yeah, JDS is hurt, He gets off a left, but then Gunn hits him with a jab. Hits him with this clean, straight jab to just, ooh, straight away. You're like, oh, fuck, that rocked JDS. Right, so JDS is kind of backing up a bit. And Gunn he sees and he comes in, follows him up, hits an elbow. Like, JDS is trying to get away, trying to back off. Garn hits him with a knee to the midsection. Then another... Oh, this elbow is even harder than the first. JDS goes down. Garn is gonna lay, and the ref jumps in and stops it. Ah, it was... Garn looked so damn good. Now, JDS, he... He's complaining a little bit, saying the shot hit him on the back of the head. But the thing is, as Gunn was hitting him with the elbow, JDS is turning his head to avoid the strike. Right? So you can't really call it an illegal strike because it was a clean strike. JDS moved his head. And even with the head moving of the head, it wasn't just directly on the back of his head. You know what I mean? But, yeah, tremendous, tremendous win for Gunn, man. Yeah, I think it's showing us that, hey, we, we've got some potential in that heavyweight division, man. New blood is coming through. So, from heavyweight, we drop down to middleweight. So, this is the crazy one, right? Because, as it originally stood... Kevin Holland was going to be fighting Jack Hermanson, and Marvin Vittori was fighting Jack Array, but things got reversed, right, so um, Marvin got his job done, so now it was like, ooh, how's Holland going to be in this one, And people, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh shit, this fight was insane. Right, fight starts and Holland throws this whoo, ooh, sweeping right overhand. Lands on um, J- uh, Jacare's midsection. He then throws a kick. Now Jacare catches the kick and Holland kind of stumbles Goes down So JDS uh, Follows him Right Now um, Yeah uh, Holland though Right He throws those legs up As soon as JDS comes to the ground Holland isn't just sitting around Just being like Oh la He throws those legs up man Throws those legs up for a triangle Right So he gets the triangle kind of on, it's a little loose, but he gets it on, and instantly, he is hitting JDS in the head, like Jackeray in the head with elbows, man, like these heavy elbows, bam, 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 is able to escape, right, so um, they get back to their feet, and they're on the fence, right? Holland he's hitting some more elbows into the side of Jacare's head he then grabs the head to lock up a guillotine jumps up you know trying to drag him down into a guillotine lock jacare's able to pop his head out though right so jacare's on top but again you know Holland isn't giving Jackaray any time to settle. You no, know, he's using his legs to um, create separation. And once there's separation, Holland just He brings his arm around He's right and cracks Jack Array in the head. Now Jack Ray's a little uh uh so now Holland is back up and he hits Jacquere again. Jackery's still on his knees and he is kind of folded back. Holland hits him again and Jackery looks to be done. And he hits him two more times. And the referee jumps in. Jackery is out. It's insane. Right? So Jack Ray, he he's able to um they get him up. But, and put him on a stool, but he's just looks like he's fading in and out of consciousness. It was fucking brutal, like, it was straight up brutal. It is crazy. Holland really did the business, and he did it, you know, what I mean, even more impressively than Vittori, like, man. This middleweight division is looking deadly right now. So, we then... Oh, and in his interview after with Rogan, Holland's just like, yo, if Kamzat wants to get it, I'll fight next week. I don't even care. So, (laughs) it's crazy. I mean, I don't see them doing that fight because it looks like they want that fight. With um, Kamza and Leon for the Wednesday night card on Fight Island. But Holland seems to be happy to jump in anytime soon. And, uh, yo, that's a great attitude. So, we then drop down to the ladies' strawweight division. We've got Viva Jandra Roba against Mackenzie Dern. Two black belts, man. High level black belts. Now, I think, like, I think a lot of people might say that Dern is probably the better, more legit out of the two, but they're both decorated. So, you know, you're looking at this fight thinking it's probably going to be a stand up. And god damn, was this fight a stand up? Yo, these ladies came out swinging, they came out bringing heat from the Giddy up, yo! Dern, Dern stand up is so impressive right now. Like when you look at what it is right now to what it used to be. God damn, Mackenzie is really upped her game. It is so impressive. And she, you know, she was getting the better of the first round, man. The, the way she was putting the jab together, she's hitting this vicious body kick. Now Janja Roba, she's still doing her thing, right? Dern tries to take her down, and Janja Roba, you know, she's throwing elbows, right? Elbows. She then gets her up, clinches, and is throwing these real good knees to the body. It's, this is crazy. Now, in the second round, again, like, Dern is going, she's winging shots. She's really, man, she's got, like, the grip between her teeth, and she is going all out. I mean, it probably was a bit more to a detrimental, in the second, because as she's like really revving up, she is really gunning for it. And Janja Roba is able to land some good shots, right? Able to get back into the fight, you know. Um, yeah, they clinch up. Janja Roba just hits some more good knees, right? Hits some more good knees. Um, she uh. Yeah, line's a good right. Dern, though, hits a nice head kick. You know, then a right. They, it's so back and forth. It's crazy. In the third round, right, they get, there's, there's no letting up. These ladies are not tired. You know, um, Janjiroba throws a leg kick as Dern is throwing a jab to her, the midsection. And you can see the knee crack Dern in the nose. And, whoo, yeah, Dern's nose is fucked up. But, doesn't slow her down. Doesn't slow her down. And she is throwing. And the thing is, right, because Van Roberts hit Dern. But when Dern hits Xandarova, it's like it freezes her up. You know, and which is, it's crazy, when you look at the two, right, Rover, she's kind of, she is hench, you see the muscles in her arms, the definition, everything, and Dern, she has transformed her body, from, you know, when we first saw her, when she's battling the scales, she is looking so lean, so lean, and just, Flexible when when she throws those shots, and she rocks Janja Roba like towards the end of that third round, and she's just pouring it on. She is relentless, not giving up, man, and yeah, it is a ferocious, ferocious match from both fighters, but I think it it's clear. That Dern grabbed that decision. Yeah, it was a great win for um Dern. She's really evolving into something, man. You can really see it. It's so goddamn impressive, and that's a great way to take us in to the co-main event. So a lightweight clash, Tony Ferguson against Charles Oliveira, and um yo. This fight man It is It's crazy Right I don't know what it is You know Oliveira Right He comes out Hits a front kick Leg kick Ferguson's firing that jab But as soon as Oliveira Gets a hold of Ferguson He is able just to Muscle him Muscle him around right, there is, a, there's a clear, clear advantage, now Olivera does look the bigger dude up in there, which again is surprising, you know, but yeah, Oliveira is, man, you know, he, he he's getting Ferguson down and then just implementing a heavy, heavy top game, right, so, um, I think it was at the end of the first round, Oliveira, he he's on top, right, he slams Ferguson down, on top, he's dropping some elbows, and tying him up, and just before the end, he goes for an armbar Goes for an armbar. And you can see the arm extended. And you can see the arm bent in a way that arms should not bend, people. They should not bend like this. It is... It is gnarly. But buzzer goes. Which, yeah, definitely a good thing. Because Ferguson is not looking to tap. It is crazy. So we're, you know, second round onwards, we're just getting more of the same. Oliveira is taking Ferguson down and then just controlling him on the top. Now, Ferguson is doing a good job off the bottom, you know, of avoiding damage, but he's just getting handled, just manhandled, and it's crazy like Ferguson no you know he he's really just keeping out of trouble you know moving avoiding the damage and it's like he's always looking like he's always looking to do something he's not just trying to to sit there and take it do you know it, it, it's it's crazy it's a fascinating fight, right, The yeah, Oliveira's winning and wins, I think the, the, the thing about it is, you know, uh, people are saying that, yeah, w- like, we've discounted Oliveira, but I don't think it is, because the Oliveira before this point wasn't this Oliveira, Right, we've seen Oliveira crumble in fights, we've seen him lose focus, we've seen him lose confidence But this Oliveira, it's like he has put everything together He now understands how to navigate positions, how to channel, you know, his energy in a fight And god damn it, it is a dangerous motherfucker Right, so I don't know what's happening, you know what I mean? If Khabib is coming back Or if the, you know, mcgregor Porre fight will be for the belt Or after that fight, the winner goes on to fight someone for a belt But I think when we talk about the picture We gotta remember Oliveira now, people And, listen I'm, I still don't think we can count Ferguson out either, you know? Yes, he lost his fight, but I don't think that's it for Ferguson, you know what I mean? I don't think that's it for Ferguson. So, yeah, I'm watching, and I'm goddamn interested. There are some fire divisions in the UFC right now, <laughs> and lightweight is definitely one of them. But, people, we now go to the main event. So, just 21 days ago, Davison Figueiredo and Brandon Morero fought on the same goddamn card. Fought on the same damn card, people. And, uh, yeah, they both won. (laughs) You know what I mean? They both won. Figueiredo beat Alex Pereira in his first title defense, and Moreno... Put away Brandon Roy Val, And they've turned it around to fight... And god damn it... This was a fight... This was a potential fight of the year... It was ferocious... I mean... In the first round... figueredo is... Gunning... Gunning for Moreno... Like coming with that stalker pressure... But Moreno gets a takedown. Gets a takedown, right? He you know he can't hold it for long, but he's got it. He's riding Figueiredo until he gets up. You know? Figueiredo's landing some heavy fucking shots. You know, left hook. Whew! Cloven of a leg kicks. But Moreno you know what I mean? he's slipping a lot of the shots right he's slipping a lot of the shots that figueredo is throwing you know what I mean? he's walking through that shit figueredo hits an uppercut moreno throws a jab they are going for it second round it's just continuing there is no let up no let up at all <laughs> yo it is just crazy, just crazy, you know? Breno gets a body lock takedown in the second. Man, you know what I mean? It's just that fucking fight. Just that fight. They are really, really going at it. So, the third round was interesting, right? Because Figueroa he... um. He, I think he poked Moreno in the eye, right? So, he gets a caution for that. And then, uh, like a minute later, maybe, it was a low blow. But this wasn't just a low blow. You, the, the noise, the kick, mate, it was such a heavy kick. And Moreno just goes down, and he's heaving. Like, you think, is he going to throw up? Like, it is one of the nastiest low blows we have seen. And, um, yeah, Jason Herzog takes a point off. And I have to say, right, because he's already been cautioned for the eye poke. Then the low blow. And the low blow, it wasn't just a light low blow. It was so hard. that You've got to take a point off, right, because it's going to compromise you. How, even if you fight on, it's gonna compromise you. So, yeah, Ferrego loses a point, and they're going at it. And you gotta say, like, I think with that third round, you know, Moreno was winning that round. So, I think you could say that round is a 10-8, you know? So, we go into the fourth. And Moreno is just. He is bringing it. He is really bringing it. And people, the pace has not dropped. That is the gulliest thing about this fight. The pace hasn't dropped. These motherfuckers are going at it. It is insane. It truly is insane. They are tearing it up. Yeah, Moreno, you know what I mean? he's getting more takedowns, getting more takedowns, and towards the end of that fourth round, he hurts Figueiredo, hurts Figueiredo, it is crazy, and then at the very end of the round, Moreno gets another fucking takedown, another takedown, landing some big shots, so we go into the fifth, and you could say the fifth is It's all to play for And they are going At it They're going at it There is no let up No let up at all I mean you can see that Yeah Moreno's hurt his shoulder Moreno's shoulder is fucked It's hard to tell What actually happened But yeah he's He's running on a bad shoulder But still throwing shots still throwing shots, it is, oh man, it's crazy, and then at the very end of the round, Moreno gets a takedown, like, you're just waiting for the call, it's so hard, it's so hard to tell, I'm thinking to myself, I think Moreno did it, I think it's and new, but, if, if it went to the, you know, Figueiredo, you can't be bad. This is such a close fucking fight. They are both battered. It is crazy. So, you know, one judge gives it to Figueiredo. The next two judges call it even. So, this shit ends in a draw. And, you know, what I mean? even though I'm, I thought maybe Moreno had done it, Maybe he'd done enough. You cannot be mad at these results. I mean, you cannot be mad at these results. Because this fight. This is a fight of the night. This is a a potential fight of the fucking year. This was insane. This was so insane. It was crazy. It was great. And they need to run this shit back. They need to run that shit back. God damn, it was fire. So, obviously, people, the bonuses went fight of the night. Yeah, it was our title fight. Figueiredo B. Moreno. Kevin Holland gets a bonus for his just insane stoppage of Jacare. And Rafael Fies gets a stoppage for his stoppage. Of Ricardo Moritano But I mean all deserving All deserving I, But you could have handed out So many bonuses tonight And so yeah I wouldn't be surprised If um Yeah there are some There are some checks <laughs> Floating around that back room Because this whoo, We saw some Fucking great fights people This was a great card Such a great card Oh man So yeah Now it's looking ahead to the 19th The last card of the year This has been fun people This was so fucking fun Okay people So we are coming to the end of another episode There's not a lot of fight news There's a but there's three good fights that have been announced. So on the 23rd of January at UFC at 257 on Fight Island, Khalil Roundtree he makes his um comeback fight. You know, he retired, but yeah, he decided to come back and he will be fighting Marcin Procneo, who um, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he's uh, no joke So that's a good fight people Then on the 20th of February Dracar Close goes up against Jay Herbert Now Herbert his debut didn't go to plan So you know he's going to be bringing it for this one But Dracar Close is no one's pushover And then on the 6th of March at UFC 259, Sean Brady goes up against Jake Matthews. Both have looked sensational of late. So, that's a fun fight, people. If it's not heading up the prelims, that's a main card fight. So, um, yeah. Looking forward to all of those fights, people. We will be back on Wednesday to break down the last card of the year. You know, headlined now by Stephen Thompson and Jeff Neal. Haha. <laughs> and then, th- that week, Sunday, is Submission Night Underground. So, people, yeah, we'll have a fun with on Wednesday, all right? Cool. Until then, peace.